Well, it's that time of year where the State of Agile report has come out. And last, last year, if you read these things, I slammed the creators a little bit because it seemed a little too rosy to me. It didn't seem in line with my experiences in the industry. So I was questioning a little bit, what's going on here? And this year, it's a little bit more, seems like, a little bit more realistic. The opening statement I'm quoting here, at this moment in time, it feels like Agile is having difficulty adapting. Well, that'll be a problem because inherent in the word Agile is adaptability. Here's their next conclusion from the data. Medium-sized and larger companies, however, are less satisfied with what Agile can do for them. Mm, that's going to be a problem too. So that means we're losing trust, which I've been talking about for years. Now, the next thing, the very first subheading is where does Agile go from here? And the first line is obviously we don't have the answers. Come on, man. Propose something. We have enough report makers and note takers in this industry. We need people of action and vision that can decide where this thing goes next. But anyway, I digress. Here's an interesting quote. The business side, referring to agile adopters here, understandably hyper-focused on creating values for the customer in the business. It's kind of how business works. But that's not really the reason why agile was created. Uh-oh. There's that misalignment that we're always talking about. Here's problem number one, a little data point from the report here. 71% of survey takers use Agile in their software development lifecycle. That means that very few people are using Agile outside of technology. That's a problem because that's where agility is most needed. And remember, development may be a non-concern in a few years with all the changes and progress we're making in AI. Well, let's hear this. Quote, this year, 43% of respondents told us customer satisfaction was their top priority, unchanged from last year, while 39% said time to delivery, 34% said competitive advantage. So these are the reasons, customer satisfaction and time to delivery. Moving on, those in North America are more likely than those in other parts of the world to say their team is measured by predictability. In a way, that's what Agile is meant to create predictable results. That's why we have Agile, that we can consistently get to the same thing. But when you're looking for predictability, what happens is you turn Agile into a process mechanism in that the most valuable thing it can do is create a repeatable process that we think delivers consistent results. Could that be a problem? Those in small companies are more likely than those in medium and large companies to be measured by the value delivered. Again, Here's the problem. Small companies, as I said for a long time, they get this inherently. Startups are agile by design, by default. Those in small companies are more likely than those in medium and large ones to say customer support and services, marketing, sales, have adopted agile principles and practices. So small companies, once again, are on the forefront. They're using agile in areas outside of tech. And no surprise, they're happier with their Agile as a result, according to this data. Roughly 44% of respondents said Enterprise Agile works very well, or somewhat, for their organizations. That's a 55% dissatisfaction or failure rate, and that's in the aggregate. So if you remember pre-Agile, we were like, 80% of software projects fail. Even Jeff Sutherland says two-thirds, easily, of Scrum projects fail. Those in small companies are more likely than those in medium and large ones to say it's working well. 52% for small companies versus 39% for 
for medium and 43% for large. This is bad news. 63% followed the Scrum methodology, no surprise there. In 2022, the top reasons to scale Agile in the enterprise were to accelerate time to market, improve delivery predictability, and lower risk. We didn't ask about improving business value or digital transformation. Survey takers who are happy with Agile point to concrete benefits from its adoption. 60% said collaboration has improved. 57% saw better alignment to business needs, and a quarter saw better quality software delivered. Okay. Looking deeper into these upbeat Agile results, it's clear the most successful Agile implementations can be found in small companies. Are you getting the message? Small companies do Agile well, so small companies are happier with Agile. Why? They let Agile be Agile. They don't try to turn it into a project management methodology. They don't try to turn it into a corporate process. They don't overmeasure it. And they're also more engaged. They have stakes in implementing Agile because it does a better job of delivering better value. One huge problem, the business side is very slow to embrace Agile. Half of survey takers pointed to a resistance to organizational change. 37% said business teams don't understand what Agile is. Whose fault is that? As Agile practitioners and leaders, we're supposed to be helping companies do this. Those in medium and large companies are more likely than those in small ones to say that barriers are not enough leadership participation and inadequate management support. The same complaint year in and year out. And I say to you, this is why the most important thing a scrum master or agile coach can do is learn how to speak to management and executives, learn how to sell the idea and the implementation, learn how to influence and convince people about the value that agile provides, but also learn how to recruit support, learn how to ask for investment. 36% of survey respondents said leadership doesn't understand Agile at all and continues to put up roadblocks, knowingly or not. Lack of clear priorities or directions. Results showed a clear pivot to a more mix and match approach, which means that people are starting to understand that there's no such thing as by the book, and the more by the bookie your Agile implementation is, the more problematic it will be. Oh, and then they get into the tools. I'm not even going to look at that. Four and five, 81% have to provide training and coaching to keep distributed teams aligned. No kidding. One in third re uh, respondents are agile coaches. Over one in 10 are a scrum master, which means 40% plus of the people. If you include project managers, it's more like 46, 50, over 50% are project managers, scrum masters, or coaches. So these are people who are satisfied with agile but they're agile or project management oriented in their nature, in their job function. Here's an interesting fact. CEOs and CIOs or CTOs, what percentage did they represent in this survey? 4% together. So how useful are these results? Well, if they asked CEOs, are you happy with your agile? I'm willing to bet the numbers would have been even lower. And I'm willing to bet the, the metrics that they got back on why Agile's failing, why it's not working, would have been even more dispersed and confused. Here's the net-net. And thank you for the guys who put this thing together. This is great. It's good to have these metrics, and it's good to see them year over year. But what's, what's finally becoming clear, what people are finally admitting to, is that Agile struggles to scale. Small organizations that use Agile love it more because it works better. It delivers on the promise. But also, don't forget, that 
It's not just the smallness of it. It's the engagement of the leadership, the belief in the leadership, the understanding of what it is and what it requires. That's a clear indicator that there's a couple of things we need to do. Number one, start moving agile out of tech. Start creating pockets of agility where value to the customer is the primary focus. That's to me, that's in product development, that's in marketing also, that's in sales where results matter and bringing in agility. HR is another great example. You can use it in operations most certainly. So start moving agile away from the development team room and start elevating it up to the leadership level so they can start implementing it, not trying to do a enterprise-wide transformation, but just successful implementations one after the other, small tests throughout the organization that will start to increase confidence, but also recognize that there isn't one process that we're looking for here. What we're looking for is a change in mind and how they use this, but you can see this is a mess and it's getting worse. So if you want to know what to do, because they won't answer the question, what do you do? I can answer that question for you. Go check out my little report on the future of Agile. You can go see it at my website. I'll put the link below as well. I'll tell you exactly what you need to do to solve this problem. And in the meantime, if you'd like my help, reach out to me. I'll come in. I'll coach your teams. I'll coach your executives. I'll help your organization understand what they need to understand. And I will help create a very different culture of agility in an organization that has less to do with your fidelity to the rules and more to do with your approach to getting excellent results, bringing value to the business and to its customers much sooner. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to help you. Thanks so much once again to the people who create this report. And thank you for being a loyal listener.